Blog Talk Radio. Blessings and good morning, wonderful world. What a wonderful world it is. You are tuned in to the Best Life Cafe with Kathy Anello and Tim Poma, and we are here to bring in the best of all of us. Kathy, good morning. Welcome to the show. I love that introduction this morning. That was awesome. We are here to bring you the best. Uh, Good morning to you. Good morning to the world. Good morning to anyone listening, wherever you are, uh, even if it's nighttime. I appreciate you for tuning in. We all do. So let's just jump right in, Kathy. How are those resolutions going? Well, I love it. there's a couple, there's a couple different areas we where we can go. But let's start because there's one that I really want to talk about. I'm going to just side note the courageous conversation, okay? Which is one of my resolutions, and that was a had huge impact on me this week. So, but what's really been on my mind is uh, the health and fitness component and getting to the gym and trying to, you know, like when you think about it in this little term of my life, the way I compartmentalize things is like it's only an hour and a half of my day. In those 24 hours, I have an hour and a half that I could probably go to the gym and get a workout. Yet, I don't do it. I pay for a gym membership. I am connected with some of the most amazing booty teachers and yoga teachers in this town. I have, that are constantly even texting me saying, will we see you in class today? And yet I still find myself finding a way, especially in the 5 o'clock hour, to just want to be at home. So I was thinking about that, and I'm like, that is, like, I need a push. I need to know what in my brain is not allowing me to do what I know I need to do, which is, you know, not just the gym, but that's in life everywhere, right? Like, we, you know, you have that one thing you need to do, and you don't do it. So that's kind of the first resolution that I'm really not getting a handle on. I did go to an amazing hot Pilates class in Willits last Friday. Shout out Erin at Thrive Yoga. It was incredible, and I felt it for five days, (laughs) like in every crevice of my body. (laughs) You were wondering why to do it because you feel it. The, The everlasting effects of being healthy are, like, enormous, you know, like you can have wealth, you can have happiness, but if you're not healthy inside of those things, you lose it all. You can lose it all. And so, like, you know, I, I would say that you just have to do it, and it, it's not easy to do. And I know you're looking at me with this so weird look that, on your face. Well, here's, here's that little separation, right? There's like this little inch of space that it's like, I know I need to do it. I know I even want to to do it because I know how I feel when I do it and then there's the space and then there's the not doing it so it's like where do you where, where's the determination factor and how do you dig deep enough because I know you're doing 75 hard so how are you digging deep enough get yourself in that little space of whether I say no and go against what I really want or yes and fight through the physical the endurance, the looking at myself in the mirror when I'm not really comfortable with how I look, you know, and getting over those factors. Like there's so much there for me for some reason. And I was a fitness teacher for 30 years. Like fitness was always my life, always. 
But since pandemic, like everything kind of shifted and I got really complacent and lazy I was gonna say, about exercise. Yeah. The comfortability that comes with staying at home in your bed when it's cold outside, especially, it's super easy to fall into the routine of staying in the underneath the down comforter in the cozy bed. Like I'm I'm all in for that. Like look at me, I'm raising <laughs> my hand. The seventy five hard has been a challenge, a hundred percent. You know, there like yesterday I was uh went to do yoga and while I'm sitting on the mat, I had a very frustrating day. I was working on getting my online store up and running and it's just a nightmare of like making this yeah. work with that that has to work with this and then there's like the shipping element and you're I, oh, yeah. My goal was to have like six things listed and all set up and ready to rock and roll. I have zero things listed. Zero. Okay. Side note. So I'm sitting there. <laughs> I'm on my yoga mat and I'm like frustrated, right? Um, and then I realized that from the night, from that day when I had a whole preschool come through my art studio and I, I, I like let them play and paint, um, I had pushed a bunch of stuff outside. I came home to work on that project and I left all that stuff outside, all my paintings, all my paint, like a table full of stuff. And it got drenched, soaked, full of water in these carts. And so I finish yoga at 7.30. I go to my studio. It takes me an hour and a half to clean up. At this point in time, it's like almost nine o'clock at night. And I still have to get one more exercise in. Yes. And I'm like, fuck it, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And I'm sitting there on the couch, and I'm like, you have to do it. Now, one of the things with this 75 hard that that works in my favor, and I think that this might work for you too, is that I have a big group of people that are all doing it together. I think there's probably about 15 to 17 of us that are all doing this. And so I feel like if if I fail... I'm not only letting myself down, I'm letting everyone else down. And I know that that's not really true, but that's the way it feels in my brain. And so maybe what you need to do is team up with some people that are motivated to do these things and do it because there, you know, like there's nothing to do but to do it. And that's, and that's the hardest part sometimes. And that's the accountability piece. Like, you know, so if I, if I let myself down, nobody knows if I let, you down because you're my accountability partner in, in exercise, then I'm consistently letting you down. So, I mean, I see how that piece would be helpful. It's like I'm more on a 30 hard. I don't think 75, but I'd love 30 to turn into 60. Like there's no question that I, if I got through the 30, I could continue to the 60. And so, I, yeah, so stay tuned on that. Uh, this is one area that I have really had to dig deep for for some reason, and I think having this conversation kind of opens it up because, you know, anytime you bring anything to light, uh, it's like moving through you, you know, you've got to get through to the core. It's had a completely, you know, emo- as we all know, like I'm not going to, you know, keep playing the bell, but uh, it was been an emotional ride since December especially, but last year particularly. And so I've been trying to figure out how to get my emotions in balance. And so 
I've been listening to Deepak this week, and one of the things that stuck me is he said, now I have to go way back, sorry. Oh, as my emotions flow freely, my life is lightened. And I was like, that's the heaviness I'm feeling because I'm stuffing my emotions. So what does that mean to you? Like, as my emotions go freely, what was the quote? My, my life is lightened. My and life so what that means what that mean to, to me is that we, you know, we hold our emotions in. So if I have had a lot of emotional upheaval in my personal life with various people, uh, we all do as families, that everybody has something that's going to pull on your heartstrings. Uh, I feel like a lot of times if it's on work and this problem might come up that I just stuff it. So I've been storing the emotions in my body rather than allowing them to flow freely, meaning I cry when I want to cry, I say what I want to say, I clear things up quickly instead of letting them fester and harbor. And so one of the things on my list was having courageous conversations. And this rang true for me. Uh, I mean, uh, look, one of the things Deepak said is that emotions can stick around. Like you, negative emotions will stick around as depression, anxiety, guilt, resentment, regret, dissatisfaction, envy, like all the things, right, that if you're having all these negative emotions come at you, they kind of manifest into these behaviors. So anyways, side note, <clears throat> I was supposed to have a courageous conversation. I didn't want to, but somebody called me out, and so I had to. And uh, hold on one second. Oh, I had to clear my throat. Anyways, I let him have it. I get. I let every emotion come out and speak Fire. my truth. And in in almost in, it was anger that was stored, and it wasn't for him. I had, it wasn't his anger. It wasn't anything he had done. Only a couple of things. So I kind of let him have it. And then, you know, our conversation goes to every many other places. We, we get done. And the next morning, and then I store the rest of the day. I don't think about it. I just keep going. And I was really upset, emotional. And the next morning at 7 o'clock, he called me. And he, we had a courageous conversation about what was really going on for me. And he told me how sorry he was that he had no idea how his actions might have impacted me. And I think that when we know that, you know, like what, because he had no idea I had all these feelings about this situation that I had. So I had yeah. to explain them in, in a much calmer way where he could hear me and validate them and explain that he doesn't feel the same way about that and honoring his truth. It I felt, and I'm not going to lie, 20 pounds lighter that yet. That was like, I don't know, Wednesday or something. And I was like, wow, like that conversation cleared up so much for me internally. So I'm a strong component or proponent for the courageous conversations, having them and letting those emotions move through you rather than I'm never talking to him again or he'll never see my face again or, you know, that kind of stuff. So that was so super what, impactful. That is amazing. And I want to know what part of you, like, 
is inspired to have those courageous conversations. And, and then I want to also second that with, can you find that part of you for the health and exercise aspect of your, your life? Because the courageous conversations actually almost seem more challenging to me than going to the gym and running on a treadmill. Wow. What a great point. Uh, like I said, the, the courageous conversation that happened wasn't planned. It wasn't like I thought, okay, I need to go talk to him and I need to have this conversation. It was uh, actually born out of, of just a sentence, and I was just like couldn't hold that emotion in my body anymore. And so I feel, but what I got out of it was that had that not happened and I had just had the courageous conversation instead of letting my ego or my pride or my I'll take this stance and nobody can stop me kind of attitude, uh, I learned that had I just been able to sit with my emotions, let them come up, you know, maybe even journal about it, write down what was going on for me, and then making the phone call to say, let's hash this out, you know, instead of not talking to each other. Right. And I'm going to d defer back to uh, exercise real quick because it's kind of like the topic. Uh, not only um, is it part of what you're going through, you're like doing an exercise with this, um, what is it, your uh, courageous conversation. And yeah, yeah. so yesterday when I was stressed out, I got to yoga and I just let go of everything right? It just all melted away and it felt so amazing. I was like invigorated afterwards, after class. And like, and, like I just was sitting there and I'm like, oh, I, have, I had all this stuff outside. It's getting wet. It's like, it's already <laughs> wet. It doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore, right? Like let go, be present. And, uh, you know, through that yoga practice, I was able to just wash it all away and be like, okay, I have to do these things after I leave class and I'm, I'm going to go accomplish them. And so, you know, like for me, exercise has also become like a great way to release um, emotions, energy, tension, stress, anger. Mm -hmm. By the way, an interesting thing about anger that we may or may not know is it's the catalyst for change. When you see something that makes you angry, it's like you have the option to either fall into it and act on it or create from it. And if we can create from anger, like, okay, mm -hmm. I see this happening. It makes me angry. I am going to do something. I'm not going to go over there and, like, start a fight. I'm going to do something that is going to change this situation so that it cannot happen again. So mm -hmm. anger is, like, a really cool emotion. I think that a lot mm -hmm. of people... Uh, you know, like even myself in the past have just let it go and didn't understand what it was. Like when I, let's say, for example, let's just use fitness because we're kind of on that topic. You see someone mm -hmm. that's looking all fit and happy and you get mad at them. You're angry that you don't look like that. <laughs> that's because you want to change. That's what that is, right? Like it's, it's you wanting to better yourself, but not wanting to put the time in, not wanting to divulge the energy into that situation. And I think that when, you know, when going back to the Deepak Chopra um, quote, I think that also the allowing the emotions to flow free has a lot to do with not judging them as they come up, 
right? Like not putting a catalog on them, like, oh, that's anger, or that's fear, or that's, you know, like, I am feeling this way about this, just allowing it to flow. It's kind of like when you start with yoga, right? There's like, just see the thoughts, don't think about them, mm-hmm. allow them to float freely and be, but don't focus on them. And I think that um, having the yoga practice actually helps you have more focus and allow thoughts to flow freely. I love this conversation. Well, you know, I was thinking about, well, what was coming into my mind was like emotions are situational. So a lot of times emotions are triggered by situations in your life, right? And and one of the things that Deepak was saying is that emotions are healed only from their source. And so you kind of have to go to the source to, to heal that emotion. Now, obviously, there's those, you know, years ago triggers that keep coming back into your life. But it says when you aren't holding on, like you weren't holding on, emotions do what they are meant to do. They move on. And I was like, oh, my God, like, that's it. And so, and I really witnessed that this week when I had this conversation because it literally moved the situation through me. I still yeah. have my opinions and my uh, values about what happened and how I, what I was reacting to, but at the same time, I was able to move on from it because all it was doing was keeping me stuck in my life, like it was keeping me stuck in a situation that I can't move on. And as a result of that conversation, I started to do things to even further my healing in the situation and being more present and um, understanding what the situation, it was just so many things. So I, again, strong proponent of the, there's a couple still I have to have, this year that I am working to, um, getting the courage to have, but they're open, they're open wounds, you know, and so I want to close the wounds. It's kind of like getting stitches. Like you're always going to have that little line that's going to show you where, where that happened. You know, you're always going to feel that emotion if it was deep enough to hurt you that bad. But, but that's what's like the scarring process. Like you heal, you know, you put the cream on and you heal and you, and you don't allow that situation. The next time you're like, oh, I'm going to be able to respond this way because I've healed this emotional um, uproar or whatever it is that I couldn't use my body, so I just stuffed it. Yeah, so I just stuffed it. Um, and, you know, it also he was saying don't hide from emotional turmoil. Like when you're feeling it, instead of stuffing it down, just like roll. Like go, okay, this is what I got. Because uh, you have to release them to move past them. And that was, like, so profound. Um, and that would, because if we're, okay, so. <laughs> if we're living it. our life, if we're living our life, right, really living our life, and those emotions are stopping that because we're stuck in this you know, vortex circle that keeps spinning because I can't just have that conversation. I can't just clear this up. So we're not living. And one of the things that he left me in this one course I was listening to, he was talking about the dash when you die. You know, this date to this date with a dash in between. And he said, you got to make the dash count. So what are we doing? 
what are we doing? And that goes back to the exercise and the health factor. Wow, I feel like I disconnected a dot because if I don't have my health, my dash gets shorter. (laughs) That's it. That's it. That is it. Uh, You know, like I have definitely (laughs) gone through cycles of like total glutton, you know, debauchery, the whole thing where I – I will be super healthy, and then I'll just fall off, and I'll be super healthy, and then I'll fall off. Mm-hmm. I feel like this time, though, it's way different. And I, maybe it's because, uh, you know, 41, starting to realize that things on the body don't work as well as they used to, and <laughs> it's like, okay, let's focus. Let's focus to make this last. I don't want to not be able to roll over or get up off the floor at age 60 type of situation. You know what I mean? Like there has to be preventative maintenance on the body and you know, you're not 20 forever, unfortunately. Um, you know, the best metabolism, best body weight, well, for most people, not all people, but you know, like, and then what happens is you get older and your joints and everything starts to be all tight and stuff because you're not using it. And so it's kind of like, if you don't use it, you lose it. But the the funny thing is the body rebuilds quickly, right? Like I'm I've been on this journey for 18 days now with the 75 hard. I've lost six pounds as of today, which doesn't seem like a lot because of everything that I've been doing. The other day I burned like 1,200 calories in my exercises, and um, that day. How do you day, know that? Do you have like a fitness watch or something? How do you know? That? I was I was hanging out with someone that did, and I, I know have, that. Okay, got it. Yeah, so I was like, all right, and where was I going with this? So, you know, I'm burning all this, these calories, but what you don't notice is that your muscles are changing, right? Your physical, right. your body is changing, and so the weight is irrelevant, and that's why I've been weighing myself like once a week, and so don't, be, don't put that scale out there as a reference point. Like, make it, put the scale out, weigh yourself, set a date, Day one, Monday, weigh yourself. That's it. Don't do it again. Uh, my buddy Drew, shout out to Drew uh, with the Like It or Not podcast. Um, he weighs himself on Friday. He says, because sometimes on the weekend you can get out of control, so don't weigh yourself on Monday. And I'm like, I like that idea. Uh, so <laughs> let's, say, let's do a Friday weigh-in, okay, everybody? Weigh-in on Friday, a week at a time. Put the scale away if you have one. Don't judge yourself. Also, I will say this, that if you're really into this and you want to get into the fitness, um, the Redwood Health Club, or the Redwood Health Club, where did that come from? Valley Athletic you, Club. We're thank you. Shout out to Lauren, John, and Denny. Uh, nothing, Denny, nothing personal. <laughs> We're just Redwood Health they Club have, people. <laughs> it's old. It's ingrained. Um, it's, they yeah, have this totally. scanner that is called like a SysQ. And you go into this room, take off your clothes, and it rotates you on a pedestal. So I got my mind done, and it's really amazing. It measured every aspect of my body, all my, my muscles, everything, my fat, all of it. And it shows this little image of you, which you can totally tell it's you, in this claymation form. form. And it's really kind of funny because you get to see, like, all of the underlying problem areas, if you will. So, but Ooh, I'm very excited. Uh, maybe that will motivate me. 
That's, I'm very, I mean, very excited. Mo- that would be a good motivator. Yeah, a hundred percent. And so it's scary. also cool to have a baseline. Like, here's where I started yeah. from. These are this my arm, you know, sixteen inches. This one's seventeen good, or whatever babe. the case may be. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm feeling good. I'm <laughs> actually yeah. feeling like I have a ton of energy, even though like these workouts. Sometimes I'm dreading them, like especially when I get stuck or focused on a project. I had a couple of 10-hour days last week that really didn't allow for the time to get in, but I had to make time. And that's just it. When your health matters, you'll make time. Okay. When you really decide that I matter and that that dash isn't going to be, you know, from this date to this little date that's really close to it, it's going to be far away from it. Um, That's when you'll start making changes. But also it's really cool to have, you know, a reference point. Like this is where I started because if you can't look back in full retrospect to see where you're going, you know, like you're like, oh, man, I came a long way. I put in a lot of work. It was totally worth it. I can't wait to like continue this journey because it's like once you start it I feel like there's kind of no going back well you know it's funny because I in my 20s and my 30s uh hold on one second uh in my 20s and 30s and 40s I was always exercising and if I had not done that if I had not had that fitness base I don't think I can't imagine where I'd be now, you know, because even in in my 50s, it's like, yes, but not as much, but the base was there, you know. I mean, I actually swam so much, and up until pandemic, I was swimming pretty much five days a week, which for, you know, and I call it the aging body, but like you're talking about, like our bodies do go through fundamental physiological changes every decade of age. And so as you get older, we have no choice. We're all going to get older. We're all going to be here. Uh, you do start feeling, I'm lucky enough to not have a lot of things like an occasional backache or a shoulder pain or, you know, something that, but, but for the most part, my health has been pretty good except for uh, my cholesterol and what I put into my body. And that has been my area of always of you better watch out because as you get older, the plaque builds up, you're going to have a stroke or a heart attack. Like that's just valid medical science. And so I was like, okay, if I can really try to control the food because I'm not a big eater and if I don't have sweets in the house, I can move on quickly. But if I do have sweets in the house, I can't move on quickly. So I have like this point where I have to say, okay, no sweets in the house for 30 days. 30 days going to the gym, no matter what it is I do, 30 days of eating healthy, and 30 days of mental um, focus with book or with, you know, the things that I'm working on in, for my emotionals and for other people. So I would just like to preface it right here that by next week I'll have an update on where that is for me because if I don't do it here. <laughs> you guys are my accountability people. <laughs> yeah, I don't see a lot of people. Better, I don't talk to a better. lot of people. I'm not on social media right now. So it's just like, where is my support group? It's kind of you guys right now. Just bear with me. Yeah, you I'm guys better uh, send us a like or a comment uh, about the progress <laughs> oh if you God, want to know yes, more. Please. 
give us a review. Would somebody just go to the damn iTunes page and give us a review? Like, please? Uh, it's okay. You know what? We get to have this awesome conversation. It doesn't really matter to me either way. Uh, but, you know, it would be nice. You're the best. Um, I know people are listening because I hear it uh, all throughout town where people, like, come up and will be like, dude, I really enjoyed that podcast last week or whatever. Yay. And so same, that's, same, that's same, cool. Same. So I'd rather have that and, than anything else. And the rest is just ancillary. Someone really wants to get a hold of you, girl. I know. I'm sorry. I thought I had it on silent, and I don't. And my iPad is not, and my phone is. But, you know, this is Kathy's life. And for the next 100 and now, actually, you know, I don't even know how many days. I'm not going to count. Uh, I will be working those 10-hour days, or I will be able to space myself and, and, and pace myself so that that isn't my truth anymore, that I don't, as a tax preparer, have to work 10 hours a day. I have good help. I have, like, I have things this year that I didn't have last year. And um, so stay tuned on that, too. I'm just going to be a workaholic, but I'm not giving up the podcast. I'm not giving up my writing. I'm not giving up my Sundays, uh, at least for the next few weeks, of football. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. How is the Go writing Niners. going? Woo! Oh, the Woo. writing is going really well. Um, I love it. I, you know, I, ha I have a target date, but uh, I'm not going to say it because that seems to be my weakest place. But, uh, no, I feel like the book will be will be in to the editor within a few months at the most. Amazing. And that's all i got to do is get Amazing. it to the editor. Once it's at the editor, there's probably another six weeks, seven weeks there, and then pick the cover, which we'll talk about later, because I have an idea for yeah. the cover. And, well, uh, if you need a graphic designer, I can do that. Well, no, I actually want to take that picture I painted. It, it's a long story. We'll discuss later. Okay, oh. love and blessings <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> Much all love, right. everyone, and may all of you find the drive, the power, the willpower you need to move forward and get up and do it, because I believe in you, Kathy believes in you, and I can't wait to see what you do with it. Blessings, y'all. Right. Have a blessed day. All right, bye. Bye. Mm -hmm.